0: Good everybody. Today we're learning Shaiftim, Parak design. Today's Parak is going to be the last Parak, discussing the Saga of Shimshon Agibar, the one of the last Shaiftim, according to Menor Shrein, he actually was the last Shaifet. So let's see, in today's Parak, we're going to see that Shimshon is going to end up revealing the secret of why he's so strong, how he's so strong to his wife, to this woman, and that's how that they're going, the woman's going to have her, have Shimshon's hair cut, Shimshun's going to lose his kayak, the so are going to capture him, they're going to lock him up, and we're going to see at the end of the park, Shimshon gets revenge right before he dies. So let's see. Jumping right in the to Zayn, Patsuk Al, Vayakh Shimshon, Adzal Sena Shimshon goes to Adzal Sham, Shom, Isha Zayna Vayayla, And Shimshon sees a woman who's a Zayna, and she comes upon this woman. Again, the Gemara in Zaitan, of and, Zayden, and discusses was well, this literally that Shimshin actually ha- slept with the Zaina. Definitely a discussion. There's Shin over there, but the Gemara does seem to understand pretty clearly that Shimshin did some sort of Avera in that Gemara. The Redak in the early Proclam seems to understand that chimshin Sh- 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 was Megai this woman as well. Definitely an interesting discussion, but the Gemara says that this was a Tchilas Avera that Shimshin went to Azza and he was with this woman. So the people in the city heard that Shimshin was. There. They knew they wanted to get revenge on Shimshin, so they said oh, we're going to stay up the whole night, and that Shimshin is for sure going to come out. So let's wait up till chimshin comes out, and we're going to kill him. So Chimshin sleeps until half the night by and Chatsi and Shimshin gets up and in the middle of the night, which actually the Baal HaTisa speak out the and Medayik in the Pesukim over here that Chatsi Elailo. This is actually the night of Pesach, and Medayik the Pesukim Chatsi Elailo by Pesach as well. So it was in the middle of the night, it was La Pesach a and he picks up the gates of the city. Shows a tremendous amount of strength over here that he picks up the gates to the city and he walks out with them. And he walks with them until the top of the mountain. So he clearly got away. They weren't able to kill him. They were not able to capture him. in love with another woman whose name was So the officers from Plesham come to this woman, Delila who is now Shimshin's wife, and they told her, please explain to us, convince Shimshin to tell you where exactly a strand comes from, and if you tell us, we'll give you a lot of money, each person will give you 11,000 silver coins. So Dlila turns to, Shimon, to Shimshin I'm sorry, and Lila asks him, what is Pshat? How do you have such strength? What can I do to take away the strength from you? that if you tie me up with seven ropes, seven twines that are wet, which were never dried, then I'm going to lose my strength and I'll be like, which we'll come back to, the deacon of Pasuk. What does it mean? Like one of the people in the nation. So now the wife of Shimshin gets the ropes, Lula gets these ropes, and she up So now the Plishtim set up a trap so Dalila Shemshin's wife ties Shemshin up and now she turns to and as she ties him up there's, there's a trap there's an ambush of Polishtim waiting outside the door so now Dalila turns to Shemshin and she says the Polishtim are outside they're here to capture you so the pasuk continues. just snaps off the ropes as if it was ropes singed by fire. Right away, they came right off. He saw to be. He to be. So the Shimshin turns to Shimshin and she says, "How could you lie to me? You fooled me." So she asks shimshin for a second time. Tell me where did your strength come from? What is the source of your strength, and how can I take it away? Again, I will lose my strength. I'll be weak like regular person. So the same thing happens. Again, same story happens. She ties Shimshin up. There's an ambush of Shimshin waiting outside. And she tells Shimshin that they're outside to the capture you. Again, describes Shimshin with his strength. He just snaps off the ropes as if it was a regular type of rope. And he's free again. She asks for the third time, You lied to me again. Tell me what the real source of your strength is. If you tie my braids, if you tie my ear into seven braids, you tie them to a re- weaving rod, then I will lose my strength. So she knocks shimshin's braids into the weaving rod with a peg, and she does the same thing. She says the Polisans are waiting outside. Shimshon wakes up from the sleep, but he says, hey, yes, and, I and he just walks up with his peg. He walks up with the entire weaving rod. And again, his strength is there. They cannot capture him. test, Baba love, So now is getting frustrated with Shimshon, and she says, How can you tell me that you love me and you're not telling me what's in your heart? Is got to leave him out. I asked you three times and you lied to me every single time. Well, the source of your strength is? So now Shimshin, Shimon's Dlil, wife Shimshin is really bothering him. He's she's really really disturbing him, trying to get out what the source of his strength is, what the Psha and why he's so strong. And he's so he's getting so bogged down, so bothered down by her that he was ready to die. She was really really bothering him. She was really annoying him to get the answer. So now Shimshin just gives up and she and he explains to his wife exactly what the pshat is so he explains to his wife that nobody ever cut his hair There's a razor never touched his hair because he's a nazir so he tells her if you cut up my hair then I won't be a nazir anymore I'll lose my strength so now to recognize that it's clear that Chim-Chim was actually telling the truth the Gemara insight that picks up how exactly did she know so the Gemara suggests maybe because he mentioned, he mentioned Hashem's name and therefore he knew that, she knew that if he mentioned Hashem's name he was telling the truth so now she tells the Plishdim, Now you can come up and capture him because I know for sure he's telling me the truth. He told me what the Pshad is. So they come with the money to pay up Lila for revealing the secret. So now Shimshin falls asleep on Lila's lap. And now they cut off, off Shimshin's braids and Shimshin's strength starts to leave. So now the Plishdim turns. The Shimshan and, say, the are and Shimshan wakes up, he hears a noise, he hears a commotion at the Plishmer are here he wakes up. So Shimshan thinks in his mind that he's going to be able to just run away, he's going to have his strength, and it won't be a problem. He's not concerned about the plishma. However, he doesn't realize that, he, that his hair was cut off and therefore he lost his strength. The Uradakh over here points out what Shai didn't recognize. So he says, The Pasha Shai is, is that El Shach of he forgot while he was sleeping, even though the Pasha reveals that they cut off his hair while he was sleeping, and it seems that his strength left him right at that point. So the Uradakh explains that he forgot that. He wasn't aware, he was still groggy, he was still waking up, and he, he forgot that they cut his hair off, and therefore that's why he didn't recognize that he lost his strength. Pasha of Alabarzu, and the him, grabbed him in Akrasaina, but they poked out Shimshin's eyes. It's true. So they locked him up, they tied him up with these... Copper chains and he locked him up in jail. And now Shimshin's here started going back after a shaved gathered around to celebrate to their God, to their god and they said that our God has given over Shimshin in our hands, um nation. son, and they celebrating to their gods, they said our God has given us over our enemy, who has destroyed our land. So when they're very excited, they're very happy, they said, let's call Shimshan over, let's play with him, let's make fun of him. They called Shimshan from the base of And they made him work, and they made him stand between the pillars. So Shemshin turns to the, the who was standing next to him, the, and, he, and he asked, him, and he asked that he, can you please let me just lean on the two pillars which are holding up the house and I'll lean against them they'll support me and this huge room was filled up with men and women the officers in Plishtim there were over 3,000 people who were watching <coughs> as Shemshem was being ridiculed by me plishtim? and shimshin turns back this when he asks please hashem remember one more time please save me from the hands of the push him let me at least get revenge even though i'm going to die and let me at least get revenge <coughs> against the pushed him so shimshin puts one hand, put, puts his right hand against the right pillar left hand on the left pillar and he pushes against the pillars but shimshin says thomas and let me die with the plishtim and he pushes the pillars with kaya with force in the house, this huge room falls upon everybody who's inside. The prospect says that Shimshin killed more people on that day than he killed his entire life. As Shimshin was dying, he took down so many, pushed him more than he took down his entire life. So it says the of the park that Shimshin's brothers came up and they buried him next to Menach next to his father. And again, the Pasuk repeats that Shimshon judged Christ over 20 years. Going back to Pasuk Zion, Shimshon tells his wife that if they tie him up with these certain type of ropes, then he's not going to be able to escape. He's not going to be able to get out and he's going to lose his strength. So after the event happens, the Dalila turns to Shimshin and says, How could you lie to me? You lied to me once, and Shimshin lies three times. So one of the and the groats brought down the son of the Savior they bring down the Kasha. How could Shimshin lie? How could it be that Shimshin's going to lie to his wife as much as, you know, he didn't want to reveal the secret, but how could he lie? So he makes a beautiful deacon in the Pasuk, and he says, Shimshin wasn't lying. Shimshin, if you, it's and the if you take a look, the first three times the Pasuk said, <coughs> The first time the Chimshin lied, it says, uh, Chimshin describes it, If you do these things to me, if you tie me up, with these types of ropes, that types of ropes, then I'm going to be adam, like one person amongst the nation. So the simple reading of the Pasuk was I'm going to be like everybody else. But says the Talmud of the grah no, of Adonat, each person, and this is in the Pasuk beautifully, that each person has their own unique each unique ability. So when, what Shimchin was saying was that even if you do these things to me, I'll be I'll be like one person, which means that I will have my own capabilities, my own qaichas. And then however, if you look at the fourth time when Shimchin actually revealed the secret, then Shimchin says, I will be then I will be, I'm sorry, I'll be I'll be like every person in the world, meaning I'll be the same as everybody else. So that's beautiful pshat, the Talmud of the girl, and the psukkim, that Shimshin wasn't lying, he was saying very nicely, he was saying beautifully that, I will be, Ke'achar Adman, I will have my own unique strengths, my own unique ca- capabilities, which is a beautiful idea. Rabbi Tzadik brings this down, it says, and says, just like a person has a chiv, to believe in a kodish baruch, a person has a an obligation to believe in himself, to recognize that he has his own unique capabilities, unique kachitz, something important to learn from this Sugi over here, this idea, this diak over here from Shimshin Moving on, the Pasuk describes in Pasuk Chaf Aleph, the Pasuk describes that Shimshon was locked up in jail, and the Pasuk ends up, he takes <coughs> the Bezet's room, and Shimshun was grinding in the basis room. So the Redak what's the in this Pasuk? So the Redak says the reason why Shimshon was grinding in jail was because that's a way for the prisoners to be productive. That was one of the ways that they would make the prisoners work, that they would give them a mill and then make them grind in jail. Then the Redak from Exam, that the Gemara and Saita itself, he doesn't quote the, the Gemara, he says that there's Bader Hadrash, which is the Gemara and Saita over there, and the Test He says he doesn't like, the, he thinks the Pshat is Definitely the The that what this means is that all the <coughs> women would bring. I'm sorry, the people would bring their wives to have be with, with Shemshin, so that the children could be that so they can be very strong. The Radaq says it's definitely not the pashutish almekher because first of all, the was He asks that Shemshin lost his strength at this point, so why would they bring their wives? At this point, okay, so again, the Pashib Shots is is that they, <coughs> they will put the prisoners to work, and that's how they be productive. The Gemara does tell us that the woman can many women came to be with Shimshins that they could have children, which are very strong. So one more quick on the parak, the Pasuk describes how Shimshin says Thomas Nafshin, Belishedman and Shimshan ends up committing suicide, he ends up killing himself, taking down thousands and thousands of polishmen with him. So the Akram discusses how is it Shaykh, how's the mother of Shimshin <coughs> to kill himself? Is considered if it's How could Shimshan kill him? Himself, it's one of the big three avers, Which a person is not allowed to give up their life. A person is not allowed to kill himself. So they're trying one well for different solutions. One, one shot I saw in the Sefer Shalav, based on the Chazanesh, based on the Yom as well, that it could be. That the if something's going to be a very big chel then it, then yerek ba'yaver does not apply. The chel overrides even the big three avers. A person can override the ister of if there's going to be chel And therefore Shem, Shem felt that in this situation where the Plishtim captured Shimon and they're making fun of him and like the real and the daik and the pesukim over here, that the reason why the Plishtim were punished, the reason why many of the Plishtim died on this day, is because the Plishtim were celebrating and they thought that it was because of their gods that they captured Shem then they didn't recognize that it was all part of the plan of Hashem, and that's why Hashem said, I'm going to let Shem take revenge against the Plishdim." not necessarily because Shem had this chosim to be successful, but rather because the plishtim were doing that, they are believing in that way, over here, so therefore it could be that in this situation, it was a tremendous chel Hashem, and that's why Shimshin sa- felt that, b'makam chel it overrides even this remetzir, and that's why Shem was able to kill himself. Just one more quick, there on Ban brings down, and parashas vayechi, that the Pasuk of the Shuwasla Hashem, it's a Pasuk by the, the Shevet of Dan, which is where Shimshin came from. So the Ramban over there describes that Shimshin was the last one of these and this Pasuk of the Shuwasla Kivishti Hashem is actually referring to Shimshin. You read that Ramban rights in Paraki and Passocki over there. He describes that the only shape that fell into the hands of the enemies was Shimshayn. Like he brings down our Pasuk over here. And then he brings down, is going to be a Navi. The next person, the next major figure that we're going to see is in the next safer, safer Shmuel. And says Ramban, Shmuel was a Navi, so therefore Shimshayn was really the last Shayfit. And that's what the Pasuk over here, which is describing the because they knew that Shimshayn was going to eventually be captured with the Pushim. That's why they said this specific tefillah that a Kodesh Baruch should save Shimshayn, that shim shouldn't be punished by the hands of the plishtim. Rather, he should end up killing himself. He should end up taking revenge against the plishtim. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.